Tyler's Travels and Trains podcast is brought to you in partnership with Speak Studios and Speak Coeur d'Alene. Speak Coeur d'Alene is a community-driven studio space where voices from all walks of life can speak and be heard. You can find them on Instagram and Facebook at Speak Studios and Speak Coeur d'Alene and on their website, speakstudios.com. Speak Studios, speak and be heard. This episode is sponsored by Burn Butters. Burn Butters is an all-natural, low-carb, keto-friendly product created to help you consume healthy fats when you need them the most. You can add it to your coffee, you can add it to your foods, you can add it to your snacks and smoothies. You can even consume it straight out of the pouch. It's a new way to add healthy fats in your diet without making any big adjustments. You can find them on social media at Burn Butters and at burnbutters.com. Hey everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of the Tyler's Travels and Trains podcast. I want to thank you all for tuning in and listening. This has definitely been a passion project of ours for quite some time, and we're so excited for you to join us. We cannot wait to start sharing with you all everything there is to know about travel and planning your next dream trip. But before that, we want to take a moment to introduce ourselves and what you're going to expect from this podcast. Absolutely. So first, of course, folks, my name is Tyler. I have experience in the travel industry, starting off as a travel consultant and helping plan people's vacations. From there, I've actually trained travel agents around the globe on different travel products and services. And it's been my dream to share my passion with all of you, not only talking about travel, but also talking about so many different countries in the world we can get to travel to. And I've been very fortunate enough to travel to countries such as Australia, Canada, Italy, Switzerland, and so many more, and even got to travel on so many great train experiences Mm -hmm. along the way. Yeah. And there's a reason we call this podcast Tyler's Travels and Trains and not Tyler's and Caitlin's Travels and Trains. Um, So I'm Caitlin. I am Tyler's wife. Uh, But Tyler is the expert in this industry. As he said, he's been working in this industry for quite a while. I get to just enjoy it and go on free trips. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Uh, So where my expertise comes in is I actually, when I was younger, I was a professional singer and I got to travel a lot uh, for that job. And I still sing now, uh, but now I do vocal coaching and I get to do it here in my hometown in in Coeur d'Alene. And I I love doing that. But for those of you who don't know me, I'm a crazy researcher. So when Tyler plans these wonderful trips, I'm the one who goes in and says, okay, what is the culture we're visiting? What is the respectable thing to do? What should you wear when you go there? And so I, he gets all the big details. I get the little ones and we create this wonderful tag team. I feel like we should have like titles, like in the WWE, just, you know, (laughs) travel tag team. No, actually, I have to say, folks, you know, my wife does not only a, a great job of research, but she also has additional support. We do have that coexisting relationship where we can be able to work with each other, uh, not only on this podcast, but also, you know, planning and helping people with their vacations plans. So, you know, I want to talk about first, folks, is what is open right now for travel? I think that's the big question too, you know, Uh, on this podcast, we're going to get into a a lot of things. So it's not just about travel industry in general. It's about planning your trip, finding out new destinations, going on different excursions, all these kind of different things. We want to help with that. And the question that's on everyone's mind right now is in COVID, where can we go? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you right now, there's... 
there's not a lot that's open, unfortunately. However, there are still places you can still travel to, folks. Right now, the beautiful United States alone is has a lot of different places and getaway destinations you can visit to, including our popular U.S. national parks. There's Glacier National Park, Grand Canyon, Yellowstone, Yosemite, all of these beautiful destinations that sometimes we overlook and we think about the international destinations because of their popularity and marketing. But um, yeah, there's a lot to be able to, to see and enjoy, even including Alaska. So again, there's a lot to see here, which you can still travel to today. What would you say for you um, was one of your favorite national parks that you've gone to? <laughs> I have to say one of my favorite national parks I visited to is Grand Canyon National Park. I loved the just the majestic beauty it has. It, is on, it inspires us. There's many you know, people that have actually visited from all walks of life, such as Bill Gates. He, uh, you know, he came in actually on the Grand Canyon railway train up to Grand Canyon National Park. He, Paul McCartney. Oh my gosh. All the, all the different types of us presidents. And even the cell, the, just the rock formations that are formed, the wildlife, there's over 300 different species just to visit when you're mm-hmm. visiting Grand Canyon National Park. And I actually visited there when it was during the Christmas season. So it was covered in beautiful snow. It was incredible. So yeah, I just, that's just, you know, that that's Grand Canyon National Park. What about you though, Caitlin? What would you say is your favorite national park? Uh, so I've never actually been to Grand Canyon. So you went there before I met you. Mm-hmm. I've never been there. Uh, one of my favorite places uh, or national parks I went to was Yosemite and I went there when I was really young. There's something for me about Yosemite that almost is like you're opening a storybook and mm. you're going into like a fairy tale land. You have the wonderful majestic waterfalls, the landscapes. I remember going there with my parents and my brother and we took a picnic basket with us and we walked over logs, over rivers, we put our feet in the water. And it was, it, there was just something so serene and peaceful about it, but still very magical. And yeah. I, I really liked that a lot. So, okay, well, we know that, you know, the uh, national parks are open. How do we get there? Yeah, that's, that's a great question. So there's, couple different options you can get to traveling to these national parks. The first and foremost is actually uh, you can drive and drive there with the family, maybe in Winna, uh, either in a Winnebago or <laughs> or types of different uh, RV experience in RV experience. Are Winnebago's still around or is that is that like a brand or is that because I, I remember hearing about Winnebago's, but I don't hear about them now. I just I, like I hear RV and that's it. Well, RVs, there are there is a brand in Winnebago's, but RVs in, tic, in particular. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, it's uh, you could definitely take an RV. RV and you know pack the family and traveling up to these national parks they are open um the then another source of uh, transportation is actually taking the train to the national parks uh, particularly that's why we call it travels and trains right choo choo <laughs> oh gosh if you start like throwing in train puns we're gonna have to make like a drinking game out of that oh uh, you better get started what's your favorite drink then hun oh we're not going to that that, that that's not safe for work kind of podcast <laughs> but if the train puns keep coming it's gonna have to be like Drink, you know, only if you're over 21 and you're at home and not driving, then you know, we got to put that out there too. Chug, 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 choo, choo. <laughs> uh, okay, so, so drink, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, but you know, yeah, you could actually take the train into the national parks, uh, including probably one of the most popular ones I have to recommend is actually taking the Empire Builder from either Seattle or Portland, uh, to going over to Glacier National Park. It's a great train experience as you're traveling over through the Cascade Mountain Range, over through the big sky uh, of Montana into Glacier National Park. And uh, you actually get to see 
kind of the Switzerland of the U.S. just traveling on board the train. So uh, that's a great experience I have to recommend. Yeah, for sure. And I know we've taken um, Amtrak before and Amtrak is great. Uh, Amtrak Vacations is really wonderful, especially when you uh, book those roomettes, which we've done before and you get to be there overnight so you're comfortable you're not in a seat all all night you actually get to be in a bed Mm -hmm. that's really cool and i know they're still operating now they're they're still considered an essential service that is correct they're still considered an essential service and they're still in full operation and right now the biggest thing that you know that people are always concerned about is is you know is there or do they require vaccinations actually to get on the trains and believe it or not not at all they're actually not required at all on board the trains. Um, so it is still technically in full operation and people can still travel uh, via train to these wonderful national parks. I actually, yeah. question for you though, uh, um, honey, what do you say is your favorite part about the train experience? I think for me is I don't have to drive mm. like a long distance and I get to just sit back and relax and look out the window, get a good meal, have a drink in my hand, not have to worry about, okay, let me get on my, like, let me get Siri to get me the uh, directions there and make sure I miss, you know, get on the right turn and all that stuff that comes with stress of being the driver. And you know, I don't let you drive, I drive. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, for me, that's, that's it where it's like, I can just sit back, relax, look out the window. It's beautiful. And I have no, no worries. I'm being taken care of. Right. Yeah. You basically get to, you know, leave the driving up to the engineers and you get to enjoy the, the scenery as it passes by on the train. Now, there actually are some international, you know, destinations that are open. So we've talked a little bit about the U.S. and I know we'll go into that more in future episodes. Uh, but just for those who are curious, what international destinations do we know that are open right now? That's a great question. So right now there are a few destinations that are open, such as uh, Mexico. So you can visit, you know, the Riviera Maya. You can also travel to uh, the Caribbean and uh, be able to visit such places such as Aruba. Jamaica, ooh, I wanna take you to Bermuda, Bahamas, come on, pretty mom. I'm sorry, I couldn't help myself. I, I love Beach Boy. I you were going to do that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I knew you were gonna do that. I, I'm sorry. I could. You said Aruba, and I just had to go. I had a dog named Kokomo. I'm, it, it happens. <laughs> so you have the trade puns. I have the randomly bursting out into song. Oh my goodness. Well, that's because you're a phenomenal singer. Oh, thank you. <laughs> that's why I still I still do vocal coaching. So I mean, yes, there's you know there's definitely destinations that are international that are open for travelers to be able to travel to right now currently. Um, so and actually, funny enough, right now a lot of these inter. Um, all-inclusive resorts, destination-wise, they actually are allowing free testing at the resorts. Did you know mm. that? No, no, actually, you haven't told me that yet. So, so that's new information that's even for me. new information. And I'm your wife, so I feel kind of cheated. Oh, honey, I just wanted to save this for the podcast. So. Oh, got it, yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so that's that's definitely some great, you know, uh, great ways for you folks to be able to travel without having to pull out your wallet, be able to enjoy a drink, visit the pools, be able to, you know, enjoy the natural beach life that uh, all has to offer. But actually, do you have a uh, particular? Heck yeah, do I have a particular place? Are you kidding? The place where we got married. (sighs) Okay, talk talk to him about that. Yeah, we got married in Mexico. So we got married at a resort called Barcelo Maya, which we're actually going back there this year to celebrate our five year anniversary. And knowing that it's open, it makes me excited because I don't have to freak out about like, oh, please don't get canceled. Please don't get canceled. Please don't get canceled. So that makes me excited that Mexico and the Caribbean and places like that are still open. but yeah, Barcelo Maya was amazing. It still is amazing. I've been there twice, once when I was younger, uh, and then again for our wedding. 
And really funny story, uh, folks, was the first time I went there when was when I was 13 years old. And my mom, who I get the crazy researching gene from. Oh, yeah. my gosh. She even, folks, just sorry for a quick side note. My mother-in-law is the true investigator. She investigated me by, right even before I was dating. And you were the only wife. one she approved of. So that's why you're here. Thank God. <laughs> but so that's how we found Barcelo Maya when uh, I was 13. And we went there and we actually saw a wedding happening on a beach. And my dad, as a joke, turned to me and said, Caitlin, if you ever want me to pay for your wedding, it has to be here. And it was a total joke. So when I met Tyler, we got engaged and we started looking, we thought that, oh my gosh, a destination wedding would be way too expensive. We can't do that. Uh, but then I went to work and I came home one day and my my future husband and my mom were online looking and like, guess what? It's super cheap. And we ended up actually getting married in Mexico where my dad wanted me to, <laughs> which was really fun. And it was wonderful. Um, but yeah, Barcelo Maya is great. There's a bunch of different other um resorts there as well that I've heard nothing but good things about, but you cannot go wrong with all-inclusive. And I think especially now for those who have either lost their jobs or money's a little tight, but they, right. they still need to, they still feel the need to get out and they want to travel. An all-inclusive, especially in Mexico, is a great way to go because it is so cheap. And once you get there, you don't have to pull out your wallet. Yeah. You don't, I mean, your drinks, your food, there's even vouchers for specialty restaurants that are there. Um, there's all sorts of different things you can do there and you don't have to pay extra for them. And there are things that you can pay extra for, but it, it's in no way going to diminish the trip if you don't. I have to say it's, you know, going to a, a beach resort like that, it just for me, for me, for the first time, I, when I flew out, that was my first international de actually trip traveling. Yeah, you know, what's funny. We have traveled a lot in the past five years because Mexico was your very first place that you traveled right. and uh, outside of the US and then now and in the past five years, you've gone to so many places. Oh yeah, but no, it, it was, you know, it was truly remarkable. And I have to say, you know, I wasn't expecting what I, you know, what, what, was, <laughs> what <laughs> I know what you're talking about, yeah. A quick story was for me when I, you know, for those of you who've never traveled, you know, to Mexico or at least to the Riviera Maya, you know, it's definitely a different temperature down there. Uh, and for me, I was very insistent uh, because I'm a, classic person. I like to dress up and look nice. And you uh, wanted to wear a tuxedo for our wedding on, on the beach. Yes. And, uh, thank God I didn't. I think I listened to you and my mother-in-law at the time, uh, because I would have been dying. I would have been dying, but it's, it's, you know, it, folks, when people go to Mexico, it's to relax. Yeah. It's to enjoy. And even though it is hot when you're on a resort, there's, pl there's plenty of refreshment. There's tons of pools, like long stretches of beaches so you're never uncomfortable as long as you're within like the vicinity of the water you're yeah. fine <laughs> and, that, and that's the thing too is i, I even the staff were were remarkably yeah. kind resourceful everything they were nice so yeah. well now that we talked about what's open right as of right now and we'll go into more destinations later on and in other episodes we'll talk more and more about that but for those of you who are thinking of planning a trip right now i think another question we have is what is the best or safest way to book? Because a lot of people, when they booked last year in 2019, leading up to 2020, or in early 2020, they booked, mm. a lot of people lost money on their trips because they got canceled, they couldn't get refunds or whatnot. So now the whole travel industry has changed, especially when people booking, it's like, 
I don't want to risk. I don't want to take a gamble on this and lose all my money. So what is the best and safest way to book, especially from someone in the industry? That's a great question. So I have to say, without a doubt, I have to recommend people starting to work and book with an agency, working with a travel agent. And the reason why I recommend that is because travel agents, travel agents is their job to actually service their clients and making sure they get the best experience possible. And also too, they're looking out for you folks. They wanna make sure that you are well taken care of and that you know you have an enjoyable trip. No one wants a bad travel agent to, you know, to not give them that service. Well, let's be honest too, as just a consumer, mm-hmm. A travel agent is not going to want to make you mad to not bring business back. Right. So they're going to do everything in their power to make it work and make you happy or at least content. They're not going to want to piss you off and have you be like, well, I'm never booking with them again. You no. Know? And then, and no, they, they want repeat business and they mm-hmm. want you to continue to come back to them and say, hey, I trust you with my vacations. Because think about it. A vacation is an investment. And a vacation is an investment, not just, I mean, not a financial investment where you get a return. It's a kind of that spiritual mindset return that you're going to get saying, hey, Oh yeah. You know, I, I need to escape. I need to trust someone who is an expert in that field. And that's what travel agents are. So they are here to help you. Well, and I think it's really important. We also go over pros and cons for both booking with an agency and even booking by yourself, because you know, there are some people who are going, who are crazy researchers mm-hmm. like me and my mom right. who will sit by a computer for hours and just I mean, research and research and research and research. And then there's people who are like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to have to worry or stress about that. I want someone else to deal with that. So, you know, you have two different types of people when it comes to booking. So the I would say the pro for booking by yourself is that you can actually find some really, really, really good deals. I mean, we've seen it yep. to where we've seen trips where you can go to Ireland for a week, uh, your flight is included, your hotel stay is included, and you're paying, I think, $700, $800. Yeah, it's- but the thing, the, but that might be the pro, but the con of that is you gotta book it right then and there. You can't exit that, that page and then come back a few hours later after you discussed it, and they're like, okay, yeah, we can do it. it it'll pretty much be gone, like 99.99% of the time it's gone. Right. And the con about doing that as well is that you have to have that money upfront, good to go, right then and there. And there's no guarantee if something goes wrong, you know. That's not, refundable or something yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah, it might not be refundable. And even though you might have, let's say it's like, oh, it's $700 for this week long trip. Sometimes there's hidden taxes. So you have to be careful with those. I mean, it's great a lot of times, but there are those things that you're like, oh, I don't have that insurance. If something happens, mm-hmm. I have to book right now. I can't, I don't have time to, you know, exit the page, call my husband, eh, let's discuss it later and then go back on. It's like, oh, nope, gone. You know, sometimes too, baby, you know, that's a great, that's a great point. They sometimes people look at the actual number of how much it costs and that's all they see. They don't think about the other components that are added on or may not be included in that cost. So that's sometimes you have to be a little bit wary about so that. What components would those be? So since you work in the industry, what would those components be? Anything from hotel accommodations, transfers, sightseeing tours, you know, even sometimes rail components. Sometimes they'll say, hey, you know, this is included, but you, you, you be, but sometimes you have to go pick it up or you have to meet at a specific destination. People sometimes like the all-inclusive where it's all everything's included. They don't have to worry about anything. Some people are adventurers and they like to kind of go as they, you know, as they please, but most in generally, they people want to be able to have it already taken care of and planned for right. so that when they arrive at that destination or their vacation experience, 
they don't have to worry about it. Yeah, and I think for me, that's why I like agencies is not only because you get all that included in there where it's like, hey, this is all taken care of, it's sent to you, you don't have to go out of your way to get stuff. But I also like the fact that I don't have to pay everything up front. I'm a big fan of payments when it comes to trips mm. because sometimes trips I'm like, oh, that is a lot of money to just be able to throw down right there. Right. And that's a good thing too is, is you know, when you put it down a deposit, some of these, you know, vacation uh, packages or, you know, types of experiences that you would book with an agency, right now that all it requires is a deposit. And sometimes you can pay later as you go. Sometimes they have financial programs you can be applicable for. So just make sure you reach out to your local agency and see what options are available to you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I I think I used to be the person who used to book. Well, sorry, that's taking too much credit. My mom used to because I was too young to do that. But my mom was the person who would book by herself. And then then she would go to uh, the agency we used for Mexico. The Mm -hmm. first time when I was younger was we did AAA. Mm -hmm. And I had no idea AAA had a travel agency. I just was like, hey, AAA roadside assistance. So uh, I loved using AAA. They were great. And then you also, now, came to know you and you worked in, in the travel industry as well. Uh, you do Railbookers, yep. which is a great company too. And we've used them quite a lot. So Railbookers and uh, Amtrak Vacations, they're all part of uh, a company called Yankee Leisure Group. So we all basically talk about rail vacation travel here domestically in the U.S. and internationally as well. So mm-hmm. um, with Railbookers, we travel to Canada, Alaska, Europe, Asia, Africa, and beyond. Anything you could think of, Whenever, wherever the rail goes, we can take you there. It's interesting. Yeah, there you go. So. I'm, I, was, I was waiting for the train pun, but it didn't happen. It's, it's train-tastic, honey. Yeah, that's, yeah, there. Well, is that a pun or is that just a saying? I think it is both. Uh, you just put it, put a poll up on IG and just see what people. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think people will say that's not a pun. That's, that's just, <laughs> oh. you know, that's the same. I like it though. It's just not a pun. But you know, teach his own. I have a few more. Don't worry. Oh God, it, yeah, it's gonna be sprinkled. <laughs> it's gonna be sprinkled throughout for sure. Um, but yeah, so the financially booking and being able to make payments is definitely a, a great way to go. But you know, that's not to discourage you know, booking on your own as well. Right. Again, pros and cons for each. It just depends on what you want to do. But I think definitely with COVID and we're not really seeing, you know, when is it, when it's going to end or how that's going to happen. Uh, but I think it's safest to go with an agency just so you can have that little bit of that safety net. That reassurance. And that's what people are looking yes. for. They want reassurance. They want security. That's what they're looking for. They want to know that is my trip safe and secure. Yeah. Well, speaking of safe and secure, then what about, you know, what do you expect when you actually travel to these places? Like what is it? What's it with like, is it going to require a vaccine? Do they require masks? Are there, is there testing? All the fun stuff that comes with COVID. Oh yeah. So that's a whole headache in itself. Um, but I'll tell you right now, folks, you know, trust me, some days my head is just a full of steam, like a steam train, but oh, see, there's, the, there's the pun, but make with, it a little bit more natural. <laughs> the criticizing wife uh, comes in. Uh, But I have to say, you know, that in mind, there are a lot of, there are, you know, the the things constantly change. So unfortunately, there's no crystal ball, folks. I could say this is what it is and it's going to be this way tomorrow or the next day. But 
right now as of currently traveling with East within the US, there is a mandate uh, for wearing masks in federal uh, buildings as well as federal property. And that does include the national parks. So just be aware of that. But that is for the next 100 days, which is passed as an executive order by the president of the United States. So just be aware of that, folks. Um, but on board the trains themselves, here's a, here's a little nifty tip, honey. I don't know if you know this, but actually itself uh, on board when you upgrade to a sleeping accommodation, you don't have to wear your mask in your room. Did you know that? I think I'm just getting more and more upset by the fact that you're withholding information from me and I'm learning it at the same time everyone else is. Like, I live in the same house as you. You should have told me this by now. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I think that's that's awesome because we did the roomette. Mm-hmm. So there's two different. There's the full-on rooms. Right, and which, then the bedroom. Yeah, with the bedroom. And then there's the roomette, which is the two seats that face each other that turn into bunk beds at night, which is what we did. Right. And I like that. And I like that I can close off the world uh, from me and not have the mask on. That'd be really nice. Um, So we have to wear masks in parks? As right now, currently, it's just for the na- it's just for the national parks because it's a federal area. But keep in mind, though, of course, that's just as of right now, currently. Yeah. That, that, that's for the next hundred days. However, that can possibly change by the time when uh, once that uh, mandate is over after the hundred yeah. day mark. And like and like you said, and I, I'm just a quick plug for our our own Instagram right now. Uh, things constantly change, and you know we record this every maybe couple weeks. You know we're still trying to figure out a schedule for this, so we might record something and say something one day and then two or three days later it might change so that's why it's really important also to follow us on travels and trains podcast on instagram because if anything does change we will recap a little bit of the episode we recorded so you have a little bit more information but we'll also give updates like hey we said this you know last week but this has changed we just had an update that happened yesterday oh yeah so unfortunately folks uh the Prime Minister, or sorry, the Minister, I apologize, the Minister of Transport in Canada just announced on yesterday, February 5th, that the extension of the travel ban for cruises traveling through Alaska or at least around Canada have been uh, continued to be banned or extended till February 2022. So right now, what a lot of what a lot of people are wanting to know is, can I visit Alaska this year? What 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 are my options? And that's where we can be able to tell you that Alaska is still open to American travelers. And you it's can- It's not through the cruises. Not through the cruises, but you can actually travel by Alaska Railroad. You can travel by Alaska by train going to Denali National Park. You could travel down the coast to Seward, be able to see the glaciers. It's again, a phenomenal experience. Why not take the train this year with your family and go beyond the cruise port cities by train. Well, you, and, that, and that's wonderful. And you also talked a little bit earlier about um, that some of the all-inclusive resorts in Mexico actually offer testing. So do we know Mexico's mandates? Like, do we have to wear a mask on the resort or is it just testing there, you know? Great question. So as of currently right now, traveling over to Mexico, no testing is required. It's when you travel back into the United States, you have to take a test. So the test is required at least 72 hours prior to your departure flying back to the States. And do we have to pay for that out of pocket ourselves? No, that's in most, most resorts, most resorts, including Barcelona, Ding ding! Uh, it actually includes uh, the uh, includes the test as a free um, as part a free, of the package. Free part of the package, right? Well, that's nice. So, and then as far as you know, because again, industry, non-industry here, we, do we have to wear a mask on the resort? Please nope. say no. Oh, thank God! No. <laughs> like, 
They're not required. I'm having a drink in my hand. I don't need to be keep pulling down a mask. I mean, they're gonna be they're gonna be practicing social distancing at the resorts, and you might I, I believe you may see some of the uh, well, that resort staff. That resort is huge. Even when we went in 2016 to get married, everyone was already social distanced before that was even a thing. Funny enough, honey, how many, how many resorts actually are in the resort itself? Oh, oh, for Barcelona Maya. Yeah. So there's the Barcelona Maya resort, the whole property, and then there's five different hotels. Gotcha. On it. And yeah, and so there's a bunch of individual pools. Uh, there's the uh, there's a bunch of different stages. There's a club. There's an amusement park. There's all the but it's private for that resort, which is nice. So you don't have a bunch of different resorts coming on that, and you, you have your own private stretch of beach. But my favorite part is the swim up bar. <gasps> oh, we're talking about drinks too much. On the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that is our wonderful producer, Matt, who did remind us that it is Friday. And by the time we're done recording this, it will be 5 p.m. So thanks, Matt. Yeah, thank you. Shout out to Matt from Speak. Yes. Thank you. (laughs) But yeah, so that's that's good to know. So, folks, that is what is going on right now as far as travel during COVID. We will be giving definitely more updates of places you can go, things you can see to do, all that sort of stuff, how to plan for that. And that is what this podcast is going to be about. We want to go into everything travel because I think a lot of us, sometimes when we think about travel, we automatically go to kind of the go-tos that we see on TV or on movies like, oh, Hawaii, oh, Paris, oh, you know, these places. And there are so many more destinations. I mean, just in the five years alone, we've discovered crazy destinations I wouldn't even think of going before. So many, so many hidden gems in this world that we sometimes overlook because of the marketable destinations like you mentioned. But I think I I have to say one of those gems, which hopefully we'll be opening back up (laughs) later this year is San Gimiano. That was probably (gasps) one of my favorite hidden gems. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll definitely dedicate an episode to little hidden gems in Italy and all sorts of, because that is in Italy, that is the in the t- Tuscany area, which is wonderful. And But we wanna go into so much of that. We wanna go into discovering new destinations, different excursions you can do at those destinations. You know, what is the culture there so you're respectful and you, you know, have manners when you travel. You know, you if, so, if you went to someone's house and they required no shoes, you wouldn't come in with your muddy boots and stomp around saying, well, I can do it anyway. Right. You know, you take off your shoes, that's their house. You wanna be respectful of those cultures. And here's a funny thing that I would never have thought of before when I was younger, mm. but how to not dress like a tourist so you're not targeted for pickpocketing. That's gonna be a great episode. That's a great one, especially where you're going to research how they dress there. And that helped us a lot when we went uh, to Italy mm. the first time, which was wonderful. So we wanna go over all these things with you and we, we will be going to that in more episodes in the future, but we definitely want to start with COVID because I think that's the thing on everyone's mind, especially when it comes to travel, because we want to travel. We want to get out. We've been cooped up in our homes for a year. It is time to get out. I don't, I don't know about you, honey, but I'm tired of looking at four corner walls. I want to escape and I want to be able to live life. Yeah. For sure. But so yeah, guys, that is our first episode. We were so excited that you can join us today. Well, I just want to say thank you so much again for everyone joining us today. Just like my wife said, we are super excited uh, for our next upcoming podcast as well. And uh, we look forward to speaking with you all in the future. So (laughs) be sure to follow us on our Instagram page at travels and trains podcast, where you can find out more information on today's episode and other helpful travel tips. You can also message us with your travel questions or topics you want to hear more about, and we might just feature them on future episodes. So remember, adventure is just around the corner. And always have a train-tastic day. We'll see you next time. Thanks, everyone.